Amen. Good morning, family. Good morning and amen. Um, Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, morning. I'm not sure how to get this. Uh, this camera working. Smartphones don't make me look so smart. <laughs> um, Pastor Admin, do you guys have the slides up? Yes, it's actually uh, on now. Uh, the first cover slide is Thirsting for God. Oh, amen. Okay, I can't even see that. Uh, no worries. Well, we'll just um, go through and, and let the Lord lead. Uh, was talking um, with the Lord this week and his message for today's uh, Thirsting for God. And scripture uh, reading is going to be both in. NASB 95, also an NLT. Um, and the scripture is Psalms 42, 1 through 2. In the NASB, it reads, As the deer pants for the water brooks, so my soul pants for you, O God. My soul thirsts for God, for the living God. When shall I come and appear before God? In NLT, it reads, as the deer longs for streams of water, so I long for you, O God. I thirst for God, the living God. When can I go and stand before him? Um, and just kind of wanted to talk a little about, uh, give me one second. Oh, thank you, Lord. Oh. I can see you now. Yeah, the, the Lord sent the cavalry through, so we're good to go. <laughs> okay. Um, Amen. <laughs> so just kind of wanted to talk a little about um, just the deer, um, the scripture, and kind of how we um, were, were the psalmist is, is reading. Um, whether it's from drought, and, and we can go to, um, let's try the next slide, Pastor. Okay, I probably went too far. We'll go, we'll go back, my apologies. So whether it's from drought or running from an enemy, when the deer starts panting and can't get water, it will drop and die. That's kind of um, 
really sh struck me when um, when I go back and read the scripture of how similar we are to that deer. Um, the water becomes the the main source. Um, whether they have green plants to eat or not, um, or if they're running from an enemy. And if you've ever seen a, a deer, um, and then the battle of a prey with with their uh, predator, it's uh, um, you you see the the panting afterwards when when it's running away and 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 how they long for that. Um, same thing for us with the Lord. Um, we need God. He is our living water. Um, if we keep running and not go to God, we become like that. We become like that deer. If we keep running and not, and not going to God, our source, we will drop and die. We need the presence of God in our soul or we will die. And not more so speaking physically, it, it will happen physically eventually, but spiritually it's a place we don't wanna be. Spiritually dead. Um, <clears throat> because our, our Lord has already paid that price for us. And it becomes right back to that choice of, are we choosing the thirst for God? So um, we could go to the next slide, Pastor. <clears throat> and this one is drinking the right water. Um, what water are you drinking from? Uh, so you have a picture of clean water. You have a picture of dirty water and an empty dirty pipe we can uh go to the next one pastor amen so are we drinking what water are you drinking from uh, jeremiah chapter 2 13 reads for my people have committed two evils they have forsaken me the fountain of living waters to heal for themselves cisterns, broken cisterns that can hold no water. That is, that is powerful when you realize we have an opportunity to seek and take living water, or we can try to heal for ourselves um, broken cisterns which can't hold water and and we think it does it's um <clears throat> on our own understanding we can never be our source um to have oneness with the father it would never happen that's a broken sister you're no matter how hard you try it will never happen we need holy living water um, so let's go to, uh, in this slide, it says, um, a thirst, it mentions thirst and, and this is from the, um, 
uh, Webster, Webster Dictionary. So drinking the wrong, wrong water brings death. The definition of thirst is a sensation of dryness in the mouth and throat associated with a desire for liquids. Also the bodily condition as of dehydration that includes this sensation. It's a desire or need to drink, an ardent desire, craving, longing. That was the Webster's Dictionary. Um, and an example of this, um, I kind of um, heard this and went to to the internet and and seen what was there. Um, but a, an example of this is in Jackson, Mississippi. Um, and this is very recently, no one can drink water. They were being forced to boil it. They had to boil their water. In Pakistan, 21.7 million people don't have clean water. 21 point, that's, that's a lot of people don't have clean water. And there's people actually drinking this water. Um, diseases started happening because people are drinking dirty water. Um, and when we don't drink of God, we die. That's what it means for us to thirst for God. Um, 2 Kings 2, 19 through 22, I want to read that for you. And this is going to be in the NLT. Um, <clears throat> from 19 through 22, 2 Kings 2, 19 through 22. Reads, one day the leaders of the town of Jericho visited Elisha. We have a problem, my Lord, they told him. This town is located in pleasant surroundings, as you can see. But the water is bad and the land is unproductive. Elisha said, bring me a new bowl with salt in it. So they brought it to him. Then he went out to the spring that supplied the town with water and threw the salt into it. And he said, this is what the Lord says. I have purified this water. It will no longer cause death or in, in, infertility. And the water has remained pure ever since just as Elisha said. Kind of goes back to when we were talking about um, drinking living water or hewing for ourselves broken cisterns. Um, we can't go and say, oh, wait, well, you know, the Lord used Elisha, grab the bowl of salt, let's take some salt and throw it in there. We are not God. Um, only God can do that. That's That's a beautiful thing of the God we serve. Only he can take what's impossible with humans physically and make it possible. Only he can part the Red Sea. Only he can do all these things that are physically impossible to us. And so he uses Elisha, speaks to Elisha, throws the salt and water, purifies that but that's an example of going back to what, what water are we drinking? We can drink of water and die, or we could drink of a holy living water 
and not die. Have eternal life with him. Um, Psalm 63.1 reads, When he was in the wilderness of Judah, O God, you are my God. I shall seek you earnestly. My soul thirsts for you. My flesh yearns for you in a dry and weary land where there is no water. He is the one who, who will satisfy our souls, who will, who will quench our thirsts, our longing. Only he can satisfy. Um, and that is our true God. If we could go to the next slide, Pastor, please. Does your, does your soul thirst for God? Um, to thirst for God is being in his presence. Um, but to continually being in his presence, that becomes fellowship with God. So Psalms 84, 2, if I could get someone to read that, please. And I'll take whoever pops up first. Otherwise, uh, actually, John and Lily, you're the first one on the screen that I see. So could one of you take that, please? Sure. Uh, Psalm 84, 2 through what? Just verse 2. My soul longs, yes, faints for the courts of the Lord. My heart and flesh sing for the joy of the living God. Amen. Thank you, Brother John. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, this is... Who does our soul thirst for? Um, do we thirst for the living God? Um, Pastor, someone in Logos... Uh, can if they can read first John 1 3 through 7. Amen. Uh, Jaden will take first John 1 3 to 7. Okay. First John 1 3 to 7. What have we seen and heard we proclaim to you also, so that you too may have fellowship with us, and indeed our fellowship is with the Father and with his Son, Jesus Christ. These things we write so that our joy may be made complete. This is the message we have heard from him and announced to you, that God is light and in him there is no darkness at all. If we say that we have fellowship with him, and yet walk in the darkness, we lie and do not practice the truth. But if we walk in the light, as he himself is in the light, we have fellowship with one another, and the blood of Jesus, his son, cleanses us from all sin. Amen. Thank you, Neff. Appreciate it. Yeah, that one hit home for me, because I don't know about you guys, but I, I thought I was at one time was that person of, oh yeah, I have fellowship with God, but yeah, the the fruits that was bearing wasn't godly. Wasn't godly. And I thought, well, you know, I thirst for God. I, you know, I spend time with God on my own time. Yeah, it don't work right. Um, so we can't say one thing and our actions do another. And it kind of goes back to if we thirst for God, we're in his presence. But if we continue in that in his presence, then there becomes fellowship. And that's what we're seeing here in 1 John 1, 3 through 7. Um, 
and that is that is the beauty is don't don't lose that thirst for spending time with the Lord for for being in his presence don't lose um that hunger of of him feeding you like we we can't we can hear how he uses other people and and uses them mightily and easily look at them and say man that's the one and and i love uh, mama Catherine, pastor Catherine, uh because when when we first met it was like man she's given like everything is praise the lord thank you jesus but you don't realize um for me i didn't realize until i started to walk everything we have comes from him and then that praise the lord uh-uh thank you jesus i started to thank god when she would correct me when he would use her to uh-uh don't look at me don't look at man you give all praise and glory to god and so <clears throat> uh pastor if we could go to the next slide please and i apologize guys i'm my first time uh using the slides and uh, thank the Lord for using Pastor Jenny to, um, or Dora, whoever's controlling it. You guys are a huge blessing. So, what the Lord will the Lord satisfy your thirst? Um, absolutely, yes. We can't walk in sin and walk in Him, and and that's a mistake that. Um, we're going to face a lot nowadays. He will satisfy our thirst. Um, <clears throat> no matter what situation you're in, only the Lord can truly save you. So let's, Matthew 5, 6, uh, Pops, you're the next one on. So can you, uh, can you read that one, Matthew 5, 6? Okay, Matthew 5, 6. I'm almost there. All right, Matthew five, six. Uh, all right. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be satisfied. Amen. Amen. Pops, who's the first one on your screen that you see? Uh, going from right to left is uh, Logos Church, and then Pastor Catherine, John and okay. Will. Yeah. yeah, well, two of those have read. So, moms, could you take Psalms 107.9, please? You know what? I'd love to, but don't you have something, someone in Cornerstone just trying to raise their hand? <laughs> I can't even see that. Boy, look around. Where your, where your, where your congregation at? <laughs> yeah, th well, this will be the last time we separate. <laughs> um, okay. All right, well, let, uh, Cornerstone. <laughs> I'll take it. For he has satisfied the thirsty soul and the hungry, and the hungry soul. He has filled with what is good. Only Amen. God can satisfy our thirst, and only God can uh, 
fill our hungry soul. Amen. Amen. Absolutely. And and that's what we've been, you know, um, been kind of talking on this whole time. And and absolutely 100%, only God can do that. Um, and I, I want to make this clear because it says satisfy the thirsty soul and the hungry soul. Not the not the human flesh. So don't <clears throat> um, think, oh, I'll just go, I'll go eat a bowl of cereal or eat a nice little steak and I'm satisfied. No, he satisfies the soul, thirsty and hungry. And so that is good. Cornerstone, um, whoever, Jeremiah 31, 25. Okay, I have Rio here. Let's go Jeremiah 31, 25. Amen. For I satisfy the weary ones and refresh everyone who languishes. Mm. Amen. Thank you, son. <clears throat> if you are weary, if you are, you feel like giving in, the enemy's constantly attacking, attacking, attacking. And you, you feel like that deer, you've been running and running and running. The Lord is our defense. Let whatever happens, happen. Trust in the Lord. Trust that he will satisfy you when you are weary, when you are thirsty, when you are hungry. Trust in the Lord. We will face trials. We'll face persecution. Those things are, are mentioned to us. We were uh, warned from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, that we will go through those things. We will face those things. Paul even considers all that he has had and and all that he has known as rubbish compared to knowing Christ. When we continue to seek him, the Lord will show up on his timing. He will show up on the right timing. He will show up. He will satisfy us. Our, our, our thirst, our hunger, weariness, no matter what it is, the Lord will satisfy and and I think about what he's already done. It's like, man, Lord, it's more than enough. That even though I deserve hell for all eternity, he has stepped in and paid that price. That's more than enough. But walking through this, this life and, and passing through this life that more than enough has to be the same answer when I start getting hit with, with trials and battles. When I start, oh man, praise the Lord, God is good, even though I'm going through this, this issue. And that's where that thirsting for him every day, continually thirsting, going into the fellowship now. When you continue to thirst for the Lord, you now are in fellowship with him. 
that's when everything doesn't matter no more. When you continue to, to fellowship with the Lord, and it, and it's a continuing thing. It's a daily thing, not just a checklist thing. It's the continuance, the, the practice, the action behind it, the application. Thank you, Lord. It has to be a daily application where we're reliant upon him and he is our defense. Um, John 3, 19 through 21 reads in the NASB. This is the judgment that the light has come into the world and men love the darkness rather than the light for their deeds were evil. For everyone who does evil hates the light and does not come to the light for fear that his deeds will be exposed. But he who practices the truth comes to light so that his deeds may be manifested as having been rotten God. <laughs> uh, I, I'm laughing because uh, thank you, Lord. His word is so true. It's, it's so true. Um, as I was reading this, I remember one time where uh, Mama Catherine came to visit when we were in Washington. We were in, at Logos. And uh, I had heard all the things the Lord has used her. I said, man, I'm staying away from her, man. She's going to expose all my evil deeds. But it wasn't, it wasn't her. It was the Lord will expose it. And you know what? There's times where, thank the Lord, he did expose, he did expose some things. And I'm glad he did because had he didn't, then I would have went thinking oh, I could do whatever I want and still on the outward look good, but on the inside, dead man bones. And so I thank the Lord that he did, and it, it hurt at the time. But here's the thing. If I was walking in, in fellowship, if I was thirsting for the Lord daily, I wouldn't have to worry about being exposed. There's nothing to expose. And so I thank the Lord that he did that because I needed to what was done in darkness to come out to light. For me, I needed that. And then it's like, get it right and thirst for the Lord. Let him satisfy me. Let him satisfy truly my soul. And so um, I didn't want to miss that. Um, but that kind of went with, uh, we can't walk in sin and walk with him. So um, in closing, um, Do you have a another slide, Pastor? Or is that that's it? Oh, amen. Thank you. So I want to close with this. Um, Revelation 22, 17. And um, I'm gonna mess around and there we go. It's the first person I see, so Alex Guest. Is there an Alex Guest? Yeah, I'm here. Okay, my brother, uh, could you read that for us? Um, 
Revelation twenty two seventeen, please. Revelation twenty two uh, seventeen. Mm -hmm. Oh. oh. Okay. The spirit and the bride say, "Come," and let the one who hears say. Come, let the one who is thirsty come, and let the one who wishes take the free gift of the water of life. Amen. If we don't have fellowship with God now, we won't have it in eternity. So accept his invitation in Revelation twenty two seventeen, 17. In the, in the NAVs, it reads, the spirit and bride say, come. Let the one who hears say, come. Let the one who is thirsty come. Let the one who wishes to take the water of life without cause. Um, we we have we have our our own free choice, um, and and this message um, probably didn't see, seem that long, um, but it's it's an opportunity for us to. Um, to choose the right, right water to drink from. We could drink from dirty water, unpurified water, or even purified water. But if it's not the holy living water, that's the one that matters, is, is our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, whom our Father in heaven had sent to pay the debt of our sins. Something we could never pay him back. No way. It's impossible that we can pay for that. Only someone holy and perfect uh, could die for our sins. And so <clears throat> um, I'll open it up right now if there's any questions. Um, and uh, Alex, thank you for reading that. I don't know if that was a. I, I know one Alex from Cornerstone kind of sounded like him. So. Any any questions, comments? Um, hey, Pastor Son, how you doing? <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm blessed. Thank you. Amen. Um, Thank the Lord for the message about thirsting. Do you thirst? We really need this thirst. Just have uh, one more. And um, to add to what you're saying, son, go to John chapter 4. John chapter 4 and going to read verses 13 through uh, 14. It's going to be in the NLT. Sure. John 4, 13 through 14. Actually, uh, why don't you go up to. Um, actually, why don't you go up to uh, verse. Nine and read down to verse 14. OK. <clears throat> OK. 
The woman was surprised for Jews refused to have anything to do with Samaritans. She said to Jesus, are you a Jew? And I am a Samaritan woman. Why are you asking me for a drink? Jesus replied, if you only knew the gift of God, if you only knew the gift God has for you and who you are speaking to, you would ask me and I would give you living water. Verse 11, but sir, you do not have a rope or a bucket, she said, and this well is very deep. Where would you get this living water? And besides, you do, do you think you're greater than our ancestor Jacob who gave us this well? How can you offer better water than he and his sons and his animals enjoyed? Jesus replied, anyone who drinks this water will soon become thirsty again. But those who drink the water I give will never be thirsty again. It becomes a fresh bubbling spring within them, giving them eternal life. Pastor, I love this passage because it encapsulates everything you've been talking about. Amen. You know, praise the Lord for the message. It's not about the length. It's about the content of the message. Praise the Lord for that. Praise the Lord for the message. And so he was talking spiritual. She was thinking physical. And she's all focused on the physical. And it's like, wait a minute, you think your water's better? And he says, you know, the water that I will give you, you're never going to thirst again because what happens is the water that the Lord gives, he is that clean and living water. He will plant a well inside our soul. We don't have to go looking for water anymore. If we abide in him and he abides in us, that water will will keep coming. It will keep bubbling up. It's like, wow, wow. So it's like, you know, and even when you said thirst and fellows, you know, that when you keep drinking of that water, continue, it becomes fellowship, truly. Because to drink of that water continually is to walk in obedience. And to walk in obedience, he says, if you, oh, you know, keep my commandments, I and the Father will come and make our boat. We'll come and make our home with you. And yeah. so when the clean and living water steps into our souls, he will always always fill our thirsty souls and fill our hunger because see he is the bread of life too you Amen. know it's a bread of life and when he steps in he takes care of everything thank you pastor that's the only comment i had amen thank you jesus that was good because uh yeah he he uh definitely uh brought this person and so I'm grateful he uh, used you to, to, to bring it today. Thank you, Lord. Anyone else before I turn it over to Pastor Admin? Okay. I, I do. Hi. Hey, uh, sis. Hey, I was thinking also when you were talking about um, Second Kings 2, 19-22, and God reminded me of um, Exodus um, 15, so I'll just, I'll read it in the NLT, 22-25. Then Moses led the people of Israel away from the Red Sea, and they moved out into the desert of Shur. 
They traveled in this desert for three days without finding any water. When they came to the oasis of Mara, the water was too bitter to drink, so they called the place Mara, which means bitter. Then the people complained and turned against Moses. What are we going to drink, they demanded. So Moses cried out to the Lord for help, and the Lord showed him a piece of wood. Moses threw it into the water, and this made the water good to drink. It was there at Mara that the Lord set before them the following decree as a standard to test their faithfulness to him. And it, it, is, it is almost a prophetic um, visual of what was to come because Christ and the cross, you know, the cross being thrown into that, into that bitterness um, and through Jesus Christ and his death upon the cross, um, we, we have, you know, sweet water, clean water um, in him. And so I thought about that is he is, he is the one who made the difference um, between the bitter water and the sweet. So that, I just thought of that. The Lord gave that to me as you were talking about Second uh, Kings. Amen. Wow. Thank you, Lord. That is, that is some good stuff. Thank you, Lord. Wow, thank you, sis, for sharing that. Okay. <clears throat> well, I'll go ahead and uh, close us in prayer and then uh, hand it over to Pastor Admin um, if there's nothing else. Um, Pastor Ray? Yeah, and um, I know I'll be coming at the end to do announcements and so forth. Uh, but I didn't uh, wanted to just keep quiet. The sermon is powerful. Um, from the beginning of the slide, uh, there was one scripture that you shared in Jeremiah two thirteen, um, and that that one was also a very powerful scripture for me in my journey. Um, but I always remember the warning that came with it. So I'll read it again, um, but I also want to share one more scripture. So Jeremiah 2.13 says, for my people, and this is referring to, you know, all of us uh, who are called to be Christians, follow of Jesus Christ uh, today. Now this is, it says, for my people have committed two evils. They have forsaken me. And in that same time, in that forsaking, is that the fountain of living waters, who Jesus is, they went and hewed for themselves cisterns, broken cisterns that can hold no water. And I love the testimonies that you're sharing about, you know, when God reveal our sin and bring it to light, he speaks truth and truth draws a picture. And Jeremiah 2.13 is a very clear picture, is that the people of God, they didn't want to go to God anymore, but they go to something else. And in this case, they thought that they still have something going on. Uh, as long as they have the broken cistern, there's some kind of water is available. And I was thinking of that. Uh, uh, it's a really deceptive place because everything seems fine, even in that place, unless God reveals it, unless our hearts are open to allow God to convict us and reveal it. 
And so the next scripture is Psalms 119, verse 70, um, an amplified version. Um, I usually read other versions, but this morning as I was just looking through it and compared the version, so amplified says this, their heart is insensitive like fat, their minds are dull and brutal, but I delight in your law. And that was King David. And the first part of this Psalms 119 verse 70 talks about how insensitive or how callous the heart is. The heart doesn't know truth anymore. In the same way, because the topic of the sermon today is about thirsting for God, many people don't feel like they need to. And I just wanted to share, don't fall into this Jeremiah 2.13, just because we think we are okay. And there's insensitivity going on in our heart that we cannot hear because we thought we hear enough of it. And so, um, yeah, I just want to share that as a burden. Uh, as as uh, Pastor Ray, you close in prayer, I, I believe that in the modern day, you know, there's too much comfort surrounds us to think that we're okay unless we go before God. You know, this morning it took Mariana about 20 minutes to explain, describe her situation. And I told her, I said, you know, I wanted to say I, I understand what she's going through. Uh, because I was saying there was a time in my life I have a lot of allergies during winter. I will cough every day. It's very hard to speak. But then I said, but you know what, Mariana, yours is probably 10 times even more worse than mine. And 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 what I'm saying is, until and until then, we are the one who recognize how hard it is to have basic things like breathing. We don't appreciate it. Those who can breathe will always probably think, oh, it's normal. But those who cannot breathe is something else. And so I just want to share that as a burden because uh, Jeremiah 2.13 came up. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Pastor, for sharing. Thank you, Jesus. That is uh, absolutely, I totally agree. Um, well said. So thank you, Lord. That, that's all I'll say. Um, okay, I will close in prayer then and then uh, pass it back to Pastor uh, for announcements. Father, Lord, we just thank you. We thank you for your word, Lord. Thank you for your son. Um, and for sending your son to die on the cross for our sins, Lord. Father, we come in the name of Jesus. We thank you for your message and pray that you would um, continue to, to move in hearts, Lord. Um, pray in the name of Jesus, Lord, <clears throat> for um, application to not only uh, this message, Lord, but the messages, messages you have sent prior, Lord. Pray that you would have your way, Lord. Um, and that we would apply these your word and, and continue to thirst for you, Lord. Continue to uh, thirst and fellowship with you, Lord. I pray in the name of Jesus, Lord, um, over those who <clears throat> have a hard time breathing, Lord. Uh, pray that you would uh, be their breath, Lord. Pray in the name of Jesus for my sister Mayana and everyone else who has gone through um, uh, through COVID, Lord, and, and suffering symptoms, Lord. Father, that, that you would be glorified, Lord, and even within all of that, Lord, and within all that we go through, Lord, um, truly you, you satisfy us, Lord. So I pray your healing upon them, uh, upon uh, moms, Lord, and pray that you would 
be given all glory, honor, and praise. We thank you, Lord, in Jesus' wonderful, mighty name. Amen. All right, Pastor Edmund, it's yours. Amen. Um, so I, it was a teamwork this morning. Uh, Dora puts up the slide. Oh, Jeannie makes the slide. Dora puts up the slide, and then I, I have a few opportunities to click on it. But now I don't know how to unshare. <laughs> it's still on the screen, so. But it's good. It's the scripture of God. Um, this morning, uh, I hope, or this afternoon, for some of you, I hope you're blessed with God's word. Uh, you know, having a sense of thirst definitely uh, puts us in a place of uh, 